What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's right, the only sports podcast. I'm Will. Over there is Casino. I pointed the right way. Uh, Casino cannot see me today, but I can see him. We're trying a new streaming service because Zoom would not stop being fucking douchebags to us, as I'm sure you all have seen from the last couple episodes. So we are... Oh, let me adjust my camera. So that's why you see all the fancy things around me if you're watching the all video right. on YouTube. I'm back. But I'm back. Sorry. Hi. I can see you. You can't see me. No, I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're black. Yeah. But you're the I whitest mean, person I know. I don't know. I don't know what's going true. on here. I'm very white. Very white. Yeah. But so besides I'm not being ex- able. I'm assuming you explained that. Yeah, you're just a black screen in your framework. I can't see you. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, how are we doing today, <sighs> Casino? I'm feeling better. I was really sick yesterday. Um, and now you just sw- stop switching on me. <laughs> I had to switch to the right side. Yeah, it was it was weird. Oh, being okay, on that, no, that works for you because now you're. Yeah, oh, I did I actually point to you the right I way. See why you do it so wrong all the time? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, we are here. It is episode, I believe, thirty-five, thirty-four. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's not like you have to listen to these in fucking chronological order. I just like knowing how many episodes we've done. Uh, this is episode 35. And on today's show, we are talking about a huge, huge NFC and AFC championship weekend. Uh, Casino, just before we dive into the games, what's your overall take on both, uh, kind of shit games but shit games for two different reasons uh man i i felt really bad for sam fran i mean for purdy that was just that was awful that yeah that was just that was a bad situation for them um so that game as as soon as they lost three of their best players i mean all they had to do was lose kelsey and then that was that was that was literally the four horsemen of that team um yeah or not Kelsey. Gosh darn it. Um, no, you're talking about San Francisco. You always say Kelsey. You mean uh, Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, but he was fine. Right? <laughs> Take it away. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so, sorry. I think the issue with the San Francisco, uh, the San Francisco and Philly game, obviously was the injuries, but it was also this bullshit that me and my wife went to the Eagles bar with one of her friends, who's like a huge Eagles fan. Shout out to Sam and to my wife. But the second Purdy got hurt, me and her almost in unison turned to each other, and we were like, "Fuck! I hope he is not hurt because we could both." immediately see the fucking writing on the wall about what people would say about this game if Purdy was out. And then you know what? He was basically out for the whole game. He has to have like shoulder surgery or he might have to have soldier soldier. Uh, I think it's elbow or shoulder Shoulder surgery. One of those. (laughs) Yeah. But he's going to be out. We're we're just bubbling all over the place here. This is, this is a pre day or post day sickness with my, head what's your excuse uh 
I mean, I'm working six days in a row, and the only day off I had in between, I got super, super shit faced. So this is that's my uh, excuse. Yeah. Fair. But uh, uh, no. Anyway, so yeah, go for it. <laughs> the the narrative the narrative that was what is it like? Oh, uh, Purdy's hurt. Uh, I've I've already I'm introducing a new segment on this week's show. It's called dumbest fucking take I've ever heard. And that just goes, that's weekly because I feel like people just keep talking, uh, talking, you know, different, uh, stupid hot takes. We got two weeks of it to go to the Super Bowl. The one I heard was, well, if Purdy, and I'm not even going to give credit to the person who said this because it would shame them because it's such a fucking stupid take. So this is the stupidest take I've heard in my life. They legitimately said not, no, no, uh, sarcasm no like this is me joking this was a serious take they said if purdy was in that in that game and the eagles and 49ers played 10 times san francisco would win seven out of 10 times in what fucking world do you think that that 49ers team beats that eagles team with a quarterback who last week against a worse defense put up 12 points like mm. i don't know i don't even know what we're doing now i don't even know what uh like the eagles everybody keeps acting like the eagles are this giant overrated team and i keep seeing the notion now we're like oh well the eagles got you know the giants and then the 49ers without a quarterback like they got the easiest road to the super bowl and then it's like okay First off, they didn't pick their opponents. And against those two teams you think are garbage, what did the Eagles do to them? Oh, they blew both of those teams out, and the game was never close after five minutes into the game. Isn't that what they're supposed to do to teams that are shit, to your opinion? Like, I don't even understand it, Casino. I agree with you. That really bothered me on on, on how people are talking about that. It just doesn't make sense. Well, it's also, it's like not like college where you can pretty much like give or take a little, you can make your regular season schedule in a way that benefits you, right? We've seen this with Alabama for their entire dynasty where it was like, oh, we'll play a really big SEC divisional opponent and then next week we'll play fucking Cupcake University and then we'll get a bye. It's like, this isn't college. You get the schedule that is just randomly handed to you. It's the teams are different every year. And it's just number one home field advantage really fucking matters. And it really mattered in these playoffs because the two teams that got it are in the fucking Super Bowl. Right. And so something that, that honestly bothers me is um, they're saying that like with the chiefs right now that um, yeah. Oh, Philly, they haven't played anybody. Chiefs are going to run them in the Super Bowl. I've seen multiple sources saying that, and I'm like, how? And they're like, oh, well, because they only – and it's a source that I like, um, and we, we might have the same – oh, I'm getting a video call from you. Yeah, I figure since you can't see me, you can just look at me oh. like this. Oh, gosh, that's – But you okay. have to mute your phone. Yeah, okay, so how about we do this? Um <laughs> We're, I was trying to, I was talking with Evan from customer support. He gave me something to, to check out, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go now. 
I need to go get my charger because my phone is not going to be able to last this entire time. I'm going to put you <laughs> right there. Okay. Oh no, you you ended it. Yeah, because I'm hearing uh, double double talk. Well, then you but just have to mute it on your end, right? I did mute it. Okay, I will mute mine. Try again. Let's do this. Okay. We have solved a solution, found a Maybe. very... Okay, I'm going to mute. Hi, can you hear Boom. me now? Yes, Boom. I can. All right, let me go grab my charger. So what I was okay. what I was going to get at, and so you can continue with this, is um, it, it's bothersome that, oh, well, Philly, yeah, they haven't played anybody. You know, who did they play? They played um the vikings oh then they're trash and then i even heard them say oh they even played like the likes of dallas you know who obviously weren't that good and it's like you were all sucking dallas's dick for so goddamn <laughs> yeah. long shut the fuck up and dallas <laughs> well, is it's a good team dallas is a good team well it was also that thing where it was like remember when the eagles beat them when the cowboys had their uh backup in and then the cowboys fans were like that win doesn't count you had your backup we had our backup quarterback and we would have crushed you with our starting quarterback and then we play Dallas we have our backup quarterback and then it comes down to the last play of the game where they don't catch it and then it's just like well we crushed you you know and then it's just like yeah but we had our backup quarterback in and then it's like oh like ooh, that matters ooh, like ooh, that matter it's ooh. like all this fucking double talk that just is a the snake eating its tail thing of like eagles are overrated and then i'm sorry we're uh now everybody's calling them the rebuilding giants Weren't all the fucking sports pundits picking the Giants to beat the Eagles? So then it's like, oh, well, the Giants are clearly going to beat the Eagles. I mean, Daniel Jones, they just crushed the the Vikings. And then it was just like, oh, no, uh, the Eagles beat them by 31 points. And then it's like, well, yeah, of course they did. They were overrated. And it's just like, which is it? Are they the really good team that beat the Vikings or are they overrated garbage who uh, the Eagles should have killed? It like Gotcha. You know what? Uh, I, I do want to say this. I just feel really good now that we can I can see you. And I just feel like the podcast has just started this episode. Everything beforehand, <laughs> like I wasn't even mentally here. I yeah. had no idea what was going on. So yeah. this this is fantastic. And I you can know see what? you. I, I I could edit it, but I don't see, want you're, to. You're wearing for those who who don't believe me. He's wearing a orangish shirt with it a says, logo of a taco, and it says I can't taco I can't Tuesday. read it. It says Taco, taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Because so when you have sex, we're recording this on what? Tuesday. What? <laughs> but uh, do I you know want to grab your charger. Sorry. Yeah. Do you want to grab we'll your that. charger before? Yeah, we I'm already dive down four percent here. <laughs> in in what a minute and a half? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So do do do. Okay, well, I mean, no, I'm let, just gonna let, let I'm just gonna edit this. Into the... What this whole thing? No, no, just this part where you go get your charger. No, this is live. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, we are back. Our technical problems maybe have been solved. We will see. But now that that is temporarily. Out of the way, Casino. Let's just officially dive into the first game. We are yeah. talking about the NFC Championship game, which wasn't much of a game. Uh, we are talking about the San Francisco 49ers going into Ooh. Philadelphia. Ooh. The, what, third, fourth play of the game for the 49ers? Well, first off, the Eagles go right down the field. 
uh, score a touchdown on what looked like a fucking amazing catch by Devontae Smith on fourth and six, I believe. Uh, One-handed, full extension. Turns out it was not a catch. And uh, Philadelphia very smartly did not show the replay in the stadium. That is one of the perks to home field advantage. And then uh, they hurt. They do like Devontae is that really Smith a thing? Is, is that really a thing where they purposely didn't show that? Are they talking yeah. about that? Yeah. Because when you're in a home stadium, you get to choose what goes on the screens in the stadium. Like, I mean, obviously the refs are separate. They could have looked at right. the video. But are but... they, are they like the people that were running the booth had the Eagles come out and actually said that? Oh, no, the people that I've read things where people were at the game and they didn't show the replay of the catch in the stadium and people Mm. were wondering why. And then Devontae Smith does like a hand motion where he is saying to like hurry up to the line and then they immediately run a play. I I didn't think it was a catch from the get-go. I didn't. And I could see the hurry up offense going, but when the refs and uh, the Niners didn't make a play call or anything like that, or, or make a, a attempt to stop the next play. I was like, Oh, you must've caught it. And then I saw that angle and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. not catch that. I mean, I don't think with the final score of the game, if they would have taken that one off the board, it still would have been 24 to seven. Would so it, it doesn't... have been, would it have been because then Purdy wouldn't have gotten hurt. You know That's how true. time works, you know, thing you never know. Uh, I, I mean, that, that is. And I was just like, you know what? Just shut the fuck up. Our, our, one of my our least favorite people, fucking uh, Doug Gauntlet or Gauntlet, Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yeah. Gauntlet, yeah. whatever his name is. I can't say his name <laughs> right because I don't listen to his show. Oh, he was like, oh, oh yeah. What what happens? You know, they, San Fran could have won that game. You don't know what happened with Purdy stayed in the game. It's like, you know, just, just shut the fuck up. You know, just <laughs> seriously shut the fuck up. You can say that about anything. You can, well, say, yeah, you can say that you can say that about the Abe Lincoln assassination. Oh, well, what if they locked the door? What would our nation be like now? What, what would happen? I mean, first Sorry. off, great comparison. Yeah, I went, I went <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> Eagles go right down the field, score, and then Purdy uh, comes into the game on his second or I believe third throw of the game. He gets absolutely fucking annihilated by my pick for defensive player of the game. And I think finally people are coming around to the thing I've been saying for what, two, three months now where Hassan Reddick, there is just certain games. He just fucking takes over. And this was maybe the best game he's played all season. And he just fucking dominated. He had a, a force fumble. I believe he had, two sacks, two tackles, one assist. And I think he also had a strip fumble. They just didn't give him for whatever reason where he sacks um, yeah, uh, he had- Josh Johnson when he's coming into the game. Uh, he sacks him, gra- rips the ball from his hands, and then just rolls over and he has the ball when they both come up, but they just blew Josh Johnson like dead on the ground. Which Yeah, so yeah, okay. he had... He had an assist on a tackle, uh, three total, two sacks, and a forced fumble, yeah. And he was 
in the backfield again he just i talked about this last uh week when they played the giants he was in the backfield as much as the quarterback and running back were just constant pressure constantly in purdy's face and josh johnson's face and christian mccaffrey's face like i mean the hassan reddick game and also is it the Eagles' fault for knocking out a quarterback on a clean play, clean hit? Or is it the 49ers' fault for uh, trying to block the best defensive player the Eagles have with a backup tight end? Like, what are you – I mean, but um, I again – it's more that because, I mean, that was on – I mean – so I was talking with a Niners fan also during the game, and uh, one of my friends, and she was like, oh, you know, those those two fumbles in the game um, were horrendous. They just were gut-wrenching. I'm like, okay, well, the second one was. The second one was just bad off of Johnson's hand. Yeah. We'll get into that. But the first one, that's not on Purdy. That's not on Purdy. No. That's a blind side that he, you know, yes, he should have a, maybe a little more pocket awareness. Fine. That's not his fault for letting the guy through. And, you know, he, he made an attempt. He made a really good attempt on uh, trying to get that, that ball out. And you know yeah. what? I actually feel for the dude. The fucking dude. The dude uh, it is now confirmed that he uh, he tore his uh, UCL in his right elbow. So, yeah, he couldn't throw the football. He couldn't throw the yeah. football. So I, well, I felt also- really bad for him. Also, if you're the 49ers, you're in your third string quarterback, maybe just on the off chance that maybe your team's unlucky with the quarterback getting hurt, you know, like almost every single fucking year, maybe have more quarterbacks just like coached up for the fucking game. Like you're literally, well, you know what the issue was, right? You know why that happened, why they didn't have extra space is because they still have Garoppolo on the roster because they wanted him to come back for the Super Bowl, which took up a space, which they could have put another quarterback on there. Because yeah. the reason Purdy have Purdy came back in at the end of the game after Johnson got his concussion is because if they, they didn't else. they would have to go to the fullback, what is the next <laughs> yeah. quarterback for that team. So and here's the thing if they put in a non a non a quarterback player in as quarterback and like he's now quarterback for the game what would happen is neither johnson or purdy could come back into that game hmm. like that's, that's how the rules work they would not have been able at least that's what i had heard i i read up a little bit on that to my knowledge i could be wrong if i'm wrong tell me in the comments that's fine but um to my knowledge if if they would have played the fullback in as quarterback um and you know, say they wanted Purdy to come back in or whatever. Johnson was cleared to play. He wouldn't be able to come back in. You can't do that. Hmm. So they were able to bring Purdy back in. And I just felt so bad for the dude at that yeah. point. I'm like, well, no, I feel, dude, again, he has, he has I feel a tour bad UCL. For... Why in the hell did you put him back in? Just put the full back in. You lost the game. Yeah. Like, the game was over. Well, also the way the Eagles were getting pressure in the backfield, like you were putting him in knowing he was going to get hit more. Like even if you did the most conservative offense you can, that O-line had no answers for the Eagles pressure Mm -hmm. all day. But again, that's a different game with Brock Purdy fully healthy in it. Yes, it is. 
is it a much different game than the game we saw? Like, I don't really think so. I really think because, again, I'm so glad when things I say, and I say a bunch of things that are wrong all the time, ask my wife. But I also say a lot of things that are right. And you know what my fucking right pick for this game was? One, I was telling people it was going to be a fucking blowout. And Brock Purdy being out, uh, let me check, Casino. Uh, what position on defense does Brock Purdy play? What position? Right, exactly. Uh, because I don't think Brock Purdy was the reason this uh, number one amazing 1985 Bears defense got dropped 31 points on them against an well, Eagles offense. you know, if you had a better offense played. and the offense stayed on the field, the defense wouldn't have been so tired. Yeah, I mean... This Eagles, the Eagles offense. You know what, though? I will say this. Some, somebody did bring this one up. And even even with Purdy out and like that injury have happening, had happened. Um, if Johnson didn't mess up that mess up that fumble and, and that snap because he tried to look elsewhere before he actually had the ball in his hand. Yeah, they could have they could have scored that. And they're right in that game. They're still in that game, but they fumble. I'm just saying, like, that could have happened. But no, they no, fumble. I agree. Yeah, they fumble. The Eagles go down and they capitalize on it, and they, they get a touchdown out of that. So that, that's a 14-point sway right there that could have happened. I'm not yeah. saying that he was going to be able to get him down there, but McCaffrey looked like a man on the mission that game. Oh, that he was wanted one of the best runs I've ever seen. Yeah. That, was, that was McCaffrey's, oh, I guess I'm playing for the Panthers again. <laughs> let me let me let me tap into that again yeah and the um the i've always said i've said it on this podcast multiple times this game i feel like is less <clears throat> of an example of it but still an example of it kyle shanahan is the most overrated coach in the fucking league People talk about him as if he is fucking Andy Reid with the way he can design plays and stuff. He has a really great roster and a really great defensive coordinator and a really great uh, like talent acquirer in John Lynch and whoever is fucking in that head coach's office. The Whoa, whoa, what are they doing in that coach's office? Head coach's office. What did I say? <laughs> in, fucking in that head coach's office. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're all doing a fucking great job, right? They're fucking the rest of the league in how to put a team together. Literally only team better than them in putting a team together is the fucking Eagles. So all that I will give credit to. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, again, like everybody talks Shanahan. about him. Like he is this fucking guru who is coming up with all these fucking like plays like oh my god oh my god how can you like even believe this and then it's just like how can i believe it he has one of the best fastest players in the league in debo samuel who can do fucking everything he has one of the one of the top two three one however you want to uh do it with kittle in the league and then at quarterback he had a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo who's pretty damn good, even though no team wants him. And then Brock Purdy comes in and is throwing like 150 yards a game. And people are like, oh my God, Kyle Shanahan. It's just like, this guy's crazy. And then no, they what trade doing, for Christian what, McCaffrey. Okay, but what, no. So what he was doing, why it looked so good is because 
they did this in the Patriots a lot this year too. When uh, when they put in Zappy, and that's why Zappy looks so good, is they dumbed the offense down. They made yeah. it easy for him. But again, credit to Purdy. I'm I am a Purdy fan. No, why I he like protect- Purdy. He right? Yeah. No, no. I know you don't. I'm not saying that you didn't. But he's protecting the football, so it works, and that's what makes Shanahan look good. There is because they Shanahan did make that offense a lot more uh, simple. I mean, it was still complex, but it was simple enough for a third-string quarterback to come in and protect, be able to protect the football and not make mistakes. He he did great there. Um, so I, I do want to play this, though, Devil's Advocate, where I, I made fun of it, though, where um, the Eagles offense on the field so long that the Niners defense, that did happen, though. That oh, did, no, I don't did. care. Yeah. I don't care what kind of, um, you know, number one defense out in the league. Uh, time of possession was... 22 and a half minutes to 37 and a half minutes. Also, Eagles were three and three on fourth down, which you know what? Those are some ballsy calls, and I love it because they want to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> yeah. Well fucking done. Um, but their total plays was 45 for San Fran, 70 for the Eagles. Yeah, they wore that defense down. Just just wore yeah. it down. Well, uh, also, it was like a pretty I'll I'll give Niners uh 49ers credit for they slowed down the Eagles defense but I said in the last episode and I still think this would have happened with Purdy because this aspect of their uh offensive game plan was not would have not have been any different had Purdy been in there the whole game. It was, we're going to run the ball down their fucking throat. And I said last episode, if they got more than 80 yards on this defense, they would win. They almost doubled it. They got 148 yards on a team Ooh. that had not allowed a hundred yard rusher like all season. Like, can I do a breaking that... news segment? What? That, that, that's my that, that's my breaking news segment sound it's a workshop um uh saints and broncos are currently this is as of 20 minutes ago saints and broncos are finalizing uh compensation in return for super bowl winning head coach sean payton uh mm. if you want to discuss that we don't have to but that's going on right now also uh former 49ers defensive coordinator uh Demeco ryan uh, D'Amico, D'Amico, not D'Amico. It's hyphenated with the D-E hyphen M-E-C-O. So, <laughs> uh, so D'Amico, uh, Ryan, uh, and the Texans reach an agreement on a six-year deal. Damn. I mean, I don't know how well defensive coaches really do anymore. I feel like everybody needs to be like fucking offensive gurus or whatever, you know, like yeah, Kyle Shanahan. We don't Shanahan. have to touch on that. I just wanted to throw out. I, I just literally my phone went bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> So, uh, Kyle Shanahan, that. whose career record is 58 and 49, uh, postseason he's six and three, counting the games this year. So, again, he's a good coach, he's a good coach. I'm not he's saying he's a overrated. bad coach, I'm saying he's overrated in the way that we speak about him. Like, what he did with mm-hmm. Purdy this year was amazing, but you can't put that on Shanahan when you have all those great offensive weapons and then the best defense in the league. And then when it comes your time to shine, right? This was the Kyle Shanahan game, which was, all right, you're down a quarterback. Like, let's see all these fucking offensive genius plays you do. And then they try to do one wildcat play. How about we let the fullback throw off play? (laughs) He's your your quarterback. Well, Um, how about... 
oh, we don't go into the game with only two quarterbacks when, uh, and Josh Johnson looked like, I mean, he was, uh, the Eagles also played uh, a game where they had to go to their third string quarterback where Josh McCown came in the game after Carson Wentz gets hit on a dirty play by the most overrated player in the NFL. We already touched on this, which is Jadavion Clowney, but he does a helmet to helmet hit drives Wentz to the ground. He gets knocked out of the game. McCown comes in same fucking resume and type of stuff as Josh Johnson and then leads the team, you know, to a, a pretty damn close game against worse teams. That's not what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, what is he? So, he at least came into that game prepared. And let, yeah. let, um, so let me pitch this to you. Uh, I have my take on it, but I want to see what you have to think. Um, so I was hearing and reading on a lot of things about um, the Eagles. They didn't look that impressive offensively. Um, they didn't really spark yada, yada, yada. Um what's your take on that? Because I have a take. Um, do you think that the Eagles offense didn't look that great that game or yes. do you think it was something else? No, I think the Eagles offense did not look that great because they were playing the number one defense in the what in the okay. league. I mean, by every statistical category and they gotcha. looked like it, but so you're going that route. I well, have a different I'm also, route. Also going, I think Jalen Hurts is still hurt. I think he is. I think his shoulder is more messed up than we think because some of his passes, like that Devontae throw is fucking great. There was a pass to A.J. Brown that if this is before that shoulder injury, he hits like 90 out of 100 times. And this one, he was just off. He was throwing a couple passes down low. But again, I don't need... We talked about this earlier in the season. You can have, you can look at all the pass leaders where it's like, these guys threw for the most passes. Like eight out of the top 10 of them missed the playoffs. So we way overvalue passing yards in like a passing league because you throwing for the most yards, it's usually guys who are down the entire game and trying to get back into it against prevent defenses and defenses trying not to lose. What Hurts does in the game, especially this one, he had a couple great throws. He didn't hit all of them, but he had a couple great ones. And then he had a fucking third down run that him and like maybe Lamar Jackson and like one other quarterback in the league can make, which is it was similar to the Patrick Mahomes one where he scrambles for 10 yards and then the guy clocks him out of bounds. So a 10-yard play turned into a 25-yard play, but the, the play without the penalty would have gotten him a first down. So again, gotcha. he doesn't need to throw for 400 yards a game. He just needs to play smart football, which I really think he does. But what's your thing? Got it. So, well, my take is, they were like, oh, Purdy's out. We've got this in lock. So they're not going to play. They're not going to run all their hardest plays currently um, for that That's game. They're take. just going to they're going to start resting some of their players. Um, they're not going to go as hard as they want to. They're not going to you know pull out those trick plays. They, they were able to cruise. And they still put up 31 points. They still yeah. put up 31 points against this defense. Again, Purdy is not on defense. Well, that's also a good point because but I think I think they just let off the gas. I don't think they didn't have to 
go yeah. out there and be insane. They were able to take their foot off the gas. And you know what? And you I, I think that, that I mean, go for uh, it. Hurts throwing 25 times in a game like that honestly feels like too many times. I would have had him throw 15 times and then rush 10 more times. Cause I mean, you well, gave... he made 15, he made 15 completions. Yeah. I mean, but that's, I mean, that's good. But again, I would have had him throw 10 times less or 10 attempts less. Kenneth Gainwell had 14 carries. Sanders had 11 hurts himself had 11, which there was some plays where, the like the the scramble run on third and ten was like the play got broken down. He tries to make something of it and does. But there were some plays where it was like, okay, the play here is we're gonna give the uh, ball to Jalen Hurts and he's gonna run straight into four 49ers defenders. And it's just like we're up by three touchdowns. Why the fuck are we doing this type of run play? Okay. Like. You could do that exact play, giving it to a fullback or Boston Scott or blah, blah, blah. So I would have had 10 less rushes for Jalen Hurts and then give those 10, split them amongst Gainwell, Sanders, Scott, make it a three-headed monster and literally just run it down their fucking throat. Like, I don't... Hey, that's a good point. Um, So I think we touched on this game quite a bit. Do you have anything else you want to say before I cap this off? Um... Let's see. I think, I think, yeah, I agree with your point of the Eagles definitely took their foot off the gas and was just like, we don't need to be who we are to basically win this game. It's on fucking cruise control. The second half of that game was boring as shit uh, because it literally looked like both teams were just trying to run out the clock. Uh, I do think the two week rest in between the Super Bowl. And this game is really, really going to help this team more than Kansas City, just because Kansas City, uh, well, maybe it'll help Mahomes. It'll it'll obviously help both Mahomes and Hurts to like heal up. But I feel like the Eagles needed a lot more because that line's a little banged up. AJ Brown's a little banged up. Like hopefully two weeks of rest gets them to where they can go into the Super Bowl, you know, with all starters like rested and just fucking ready to go. Uh, as for so, the 49ers, it's going to be a real fucking interesting offseason. Like, what do you do at quarterback? Sure. Like, yeah. if Purdy... I think, what, I, think I think Jimmy G's gone for sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Even, even if they don't get what they want for him, he's gone. Yeah. And then do you think... But then the question becomes, what do you do with Lance? And then Purdy's going to be out for at least six months. So... Well, here's the thing. You either get rid of Lance or you get rid of Garoppolo. You're going to keep Purdy. You're keeping Purdy. Yeah. yeah. He's he's your number two guy. He's going to be behind either Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think that they went so hard for Trey Lance that you have to give him a shot. I think they're done with Jimmy G. Doesn't this feel like a Patriot situation where you have Mac Jones and then you have Zappy and then the second Mac Jones starts struggling, the entire stadium's chanting for Zappy? Like, it's going to be like... They're going to start Trey Lance. And then the second that uh, Purdy can go in, the entire stadium is going to be chanting for Purdy. The second, like, Trey Lance throws a pick or well, maybe I don't know. Play. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I can see that <laughs> happening, but we'll see there. I, I, I don't know if Niner fans have that those big of balls like the Patriots fans do because they don't give a shit over in New England. They, 
Fuck it. Put in put put in Zappy. Put in Zappy. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, so I let me know. let me cap let me cap this game off with this. BJ, your Philadelphia Eagles are heading to the Super Bowl. What are you gonna do next? Yes. Uh, well, first off, uh, again, the game was kind of anticlimactic, so it was by like halftime. Wrong. You know, I was already texting everybody. Me, me. What? You didn't thank anybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank the Eagles for. I mean, anyway. I would love. I'm gonna go back to our first episode and listen to what my projection and predictions were for this Eagles team, because I don't think anywhere in there I said Super Bowl. I think one or I think I said one or two years and this team would be a contender. So this has been a fucking crazy season. Again, I was terrified every week that they were going to lose. And I picked against them every week in a reverse jinx situation. And it worked for fucking 11 weeks the past month where they lost to the saints and then they lost to the Cowboys. And then it was just like, uh-oh, Hertz's injury is way worse than we thought. And then they were just like, just kidding, he's playing the Giants. And then it was like, oh, are the 49ers going to get the number one seed? If Dallas doesn't lose, they're going to get the number one seed. And then Dallas loses to the Jaguars. Uh, the Eagles get home field advantage. And then it's just like, they're playing the Giants. Third time's the charm. Giants just killed the Vikings. And then it was just like, okay, well, Eagles killed the Vikings, or the Giants, and then going into this game, I was terrified that we were playing okay. the number one. All right, defense. all right, we get it, we get it, we get it. I just want to uh, give me a reaction for crying out loud. Your team's in the fucking Super Bowl. Oh yeah, no, I was very happy, but no, again, like right now, I'm I'm nervous as shit. I'm nervous as shit. I really am. Like I uh, I get no joy in this season unless they win the Super Bowl. I will be okay. devastated beyond belief if they lose. If they win, I will burst into tears. That is what will happen. And we that's might fair. be uh, love, me and I my love, wife. I, Go I ahead. love that because like that's I love that I put that uh gif in the, the guy's chat where it was like <laughs> first time. Yeah, because that now you know how I feel a lot of the NFL seasons with the Patriots. Um yeah. It's awesome when they win, but when they lose, like even if they lose in the AFC Championship game, like it just rips my soul apart. Just <laughs> rips it. Just well, also, it is speaking of like Patriots fans, like both you and I are literally living during the peak of both of our teams, right? Before oh, yeah. you were a Patriots fan, like they didn't do shit in this league. No, before I, mean, I, I was a- when I re- when I really started to get into football. I I liked the Niners when I was like under ten years old. Um, Jerry Rice, whatever you know, I was I was into that. Um, my one of my best friends at the time, like his room was all Niners, so I was like, yeah, cool Niners, woohoo! And then when I started to understand football, that's when my dad's side of the family came in. It was like, oh no, you're Massachusetts teams. You're going to support the Patriots. I was like 10 years old. And that happened to be uh, 10, 11 years old was that 2000, uh, 2001. Don't do the math, please. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, so that just happened to be when Brady started, you know, and they started to be really good. So it it worked out for me as a Patriots fan that I, I got into football and that team literally the year as Brady was, going in and Bledsoe got hurt so 
Yeah. Just and for me, I just lucked out. For you, you've had to cry your whole life. Well, no, no. For me, I oh no, I you got you got to experience way. that one because the, it, the the Eagles lost to the Patriots. Oh yeah, how did that go? <laughs> well, no. When I was uh nine years old or nine or ten, because usually the drafts held like on my birthday. So when I was like nine, turning no, when I was turning nine, the Eagles had the first pick in the draft, and I was like. Uh, somebody was asking me like the draft was on. I can't remember who, but they were like, who's your favorite team? And I looked at all the teams and I was like, I like that team. And it was just the Eagles. It was just based on their colors and them having the first pick because I thought that was good. I thought the first pick meant they were like the number one team. So I picked the Eagles and then I was just like, this is my team now. Didn't pay attention to football really, but whenever people would ask me, you know, I was like 9, 10, 11, I would always just say Eagles. And then I would follow it like through Sports Center. I wouldn't even really watch games, right? Because I didn't really even give a shit. And then when I was 14, it was like they're going to the Super Bowl first time since, you know, the 80s. And then it was like, oh, that's cool. Barely watched that and Super Bowl. Didn't really 20, give a fuck about football. 24 to 21 to the Patriots. Long yeah, live but Adam Vin- a long live they- Adam Vinatieri. Long live Adam Vinatieri. Uh, selfishly, <laughs> I'm glad they lost that Super Bowl because at that point, the Eagles were my favorite team, but I didn't know what that meant and it didn't really mean anything to me. Then 05, 06, 07, 08, that was like my when I first started like getting obsessed with football super into it like the 08 Eagles team with McNabb and everybody on that was like my favorite Eagles team ever until then all of a sudden they go to the Super Bowl they I mean there was some rough fucking years there with the Chip Kelly years and the Kevin Cobb years starting and all that kind of shit but Eagles through and through then 2017 you say I can't go to your Super Bowl party because I'm an Eagles fan and you don't want me cheering when good things happen. True or false? Well, it was true in a sense because, <laughs> listen, it wasn't my house. It was not my house. It was my brother's house. And this year and that year, we didn't have a big party. We just had family, immediate family. Yes. The previous year when we played uh, the, the Falcons, yeah, because that was right. That was. No, you played. Or. Yeah, you played the Falcons 2016, right? And then, then it was you guys. Yes. Yeah, right. And then after so that was the, the Rams, and then that was the last right. one. So right? the the yeah, so the Falcons won. My brother went all out at his house, had tons of people there. He even had a Falcons fan there. Um, I don't think he knew that the person was a Falcons fan. It was a boyfriend of a chick that was invited, yada yada uh, yada. He was cool yeah, though. Yeah. He shut his mouth the entire time, which was awesome. Um <laughs> Uh, but no, you were not invited because it wasn't my house to invite you. First off, it wasn't my party to invite you. Second off, and third yeah. off, no, fuck you. Yeah. Well, the best part was I watched the NFC Championship at your house, and your brother and his friends, we were all celebrating. They were celebrating as if they'd won the Super Bowl because you guys didn't want to play minnesota in minnesota in the super Bowl. oh 100 percent yeah you know 100 percent, and rightfully so though no no nobody I agree. No, nobody, nobody yeah. expected Foles to win that game nobody no nobody oh, well especially it, it, because it, the week a, prior to that not, they nobody, played the falcons damn it. nobody expected him to win the way that he did by the way 
because Brady still Brady threw what four or five touchdowns, like over 400 yards, whatever. Brady had an amazing game. He had an amazing game. It was the defense that let him down. So I was like, you know, Brady lost that game. That was like, fuck off. I didn't lose that game. It was the defense that lost that game. And Nick, they couldn't stop Nick fucking Nick fucking Foles. How? (laughs) Well, also Brady did technically lose that game because he fumbled. That's how that game ended. So technically he lost that game. But um, no. So ironically, uh, our whole friendship has had this weird connecting like spiral of Eagles Patriots have played in the Super Bowl against each other. They played the year. What is it? And that year where we were going to watch it with you and then Hawk and Leah were coming into town, our two like friends or whatever they were coming into town they were like oh well we should go to an eagles bar i google eagles bar that was the first time i'd ever been to the eagles bar that now i go to i try to go it's, to like every eagles game there it's the best sports bar for a team in las vegas in my opinion oh I agree. i've been to i've been to many team bars in vegas including patriot bars that bar is by far the best one it's by far right. It's it's by great. far, dude. That first touchdown with the the Eagles scored in this game against the 49ers. This bar was going fucking bananas. The owner's always there. He's fucking great. He well, you told me they hat. went. You told me they went fucking bananas when uh, Warner got hurt. Oh well, that was the thing when Warner got hurt. Everybody started clapping and cheering. I will say though, when Purdy got hurt. Everybody had the same exact reaction as me and my wife's friend was. Everybody kind of threw up their hands and was just like, like, fuck. Like, it was like the Warner thing was like, oh, cool. He's out of the game. The Purdy thing, you could tell everybody felt bad that he wasn't going to be in the game. Like, so there was a weird switch right there. But that first touchdown, that place went fucking bananas. And then as (laughs) the game progressed, you know, at every touchdown, they kind of like, cheered less but it was still like celebratory but again the yeah because they couldn't cheer. they couldn't lift up their arms anymore as they're so hammered <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah we got wasted but uh yeah but it's crazy i was saying all so that led me to the eagles bar and in the first year we decide to do a sports podcast we've been talking about doing this for a fucking decade the yeah. first year <laughs> we decide to do it eagles go from what they were supposed to finish like second in their division, maybe wild card. They're the best team in the league the entire season, and now they're going to the Super Bowl. Fucking crazy, just crazy. Uh, but yeah, I am very excited. I'm very nervous. My stomach will hurt for two weeks. We also might be having a Super Bowl party, Casino. Uh, yeah. we haven't decided yet. So, and guess what? You are invited <laughs> and you have to wear the fucking Tom Brady. Jersey. No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. We had the rule. If it what was, was the rule? Cincinnati, I was going to wear it because then I could cheer and go crazy for Cincinnati and just be crazy. I'm cheering for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Fuck oh, the Chiefs. True. This is a good transition. This is, is why I want transition. the Chiefs to lose. Let's go to that fucking game. All right. Fuck the so, Chiefs this year. I love Andy Reid and I love Mahomes and I love Kelsey. They're all great players and I, I really respect them and they are awesome. They are awesome for the sport of football. But fuck Kansas City, man. Also, you know how like when the Super Bowl happens. Well, I don't you, see you anymore. 
Well, that's no, because I'm about to read you something. I don't you know, want to see you a picture of you, your wife, and kids. Come on, man. Well, this you is know when you how... ask to marry you. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so you know how when the Super Bowl is about to happen, all these weird stories you never heard come out before? So interesting thing I'm about to read you, Casino. This God was breaking it. news to me before Thank you. Uh, we started recording this podcast. He because keeps turning I never on and fucking... off his video that I can't see. So. Yeah, I'd never heard this before, literally five minutes before we started recording this podcast. Uh, the question is, was it Andy Reid's decision to let Nick Sirianni go in 2013? Sirianni was retained under new coach Romeo Cronell and was promoted to wide receivers coach during Cronell's only season with the Chiefs. But Sirianni's time with the Chiefs came to an end when he was fired by dot, 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 Andy Reid uh, in, two, in 2013. So he was a wide receivers coach for the Chiefs until... Uh, Andy Reid came to the Chiefs and then he fired Nick Sirianni and that's what led Nick Sirianni to I believe the Chargers then the Colts that led to him becoming the Eagles head coach so I'd never heard that before in my entire life that he was fired by Andy Reid when he became the Chiefs head coach that's a crazy like what a fucking coincidence Uh, but let's get into this game Speaking of the Chiefs, the 12 and 4 Cincinnati Bengals traveled to the 14 and 3 Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium, not Burrowhead Casino, at least not this season. Uh, nope. They traveled to Arrowhead and they won 23 to 20. And one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen in my fucking life. I That's told right. you. you- we're so, also going to BJ talk did not about watch it. this one. BJ did not watch this one live. He was passed out from a drinking coma. Yeah, um, I so had, he had to rewatch it. And so by the end of the game, he came to, he was like, Oh man, what happened? I fell asleep. And I'm like, I know you did. So that's why I left you like 18 messages of what's going, what's happening. But I, I, had, I laid in, I laid into a rant about how bad this yeah. game was officiated. Um, and I'm glad that you watched it and agree. I was about eight Jameson Cokes and about two, three shots in. Uh, I watched the first half and then I fucking passed out and woke up like an hour after the game ended. But I text Casino. He sent me this long message and I was like, no fucking way. Then I got on my NFL plus. I rewatched the entire fucking game. Do you just want, so we talk about bad calls. Do you want me to read the flags that happened with 10 minutes, 24 seconds left in the game casino? Let's just yeah. fucking get into it. We have yeah. to. Uh, this is 10 also, minutes. Oh, ones that were not called as well. Go for it. Oh, we can do that after. Let's talk about the ones that fucking were called. Uh, 10 29 in the fourth quarter. 10, uh, there's 10 seconds left on the clock. It's third and nine. I put one of the biggest bullshit calls I've ever seen in my life. The next, uh, this was the famous, the play was blown dead, except no one in the stadium or announcers or players heard it. And so Mahomes just gets to redo a third and nine. He failed. Like, have you 
ever they, they, fucking they, seen they, that in your they entire did life. show that the ref off of one side tried to come in but then backed away because he didn't want to in- interfere with the play the play is you're supposed to be dead interfere yeah. with the play well also he chose not you to let blow it happen. his whistles because people were saying it was cold even though multiple flags and whistles immediately got blown after this call for the rest of the game so it was you can't just hear. arrowhead was too loud and it happened multiple times well again arrowhead was just too loud and just too cold only at this specific moment where you couldn't hear right. anything every other time perfectly fine to blow your whistle not loud enough so that's already garbage right we're already starting off with fucking that so they get a, another play. Mahomes gets sacked on that play. And then would like you know it, Eli Apple, like that. Eli Apple gets called for holding uh, automatic first down. The uh, announcers are just like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a real judgment call there. Like, that could go either way. Yeah, Interesting how they keep saying that, and yet all these calls go in Kansas City's favor. Like, all these ticky-tack, like, could be that was could not be that was not a holding dude that was not no. uh he didn't so, spin, they're like oh they're like oh well he spun him around and it was like no he had his hand on his waist and the guy caught the ball behind him he was late on the catch he did not get spun around no no you're talking about another flag oh. called on eli apple i have that one this is another one which one so was this two, one? I, I, I remember the plays. I was just furious throwing things at the ground. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, we're getting to them. So that is – now let's keep track. That is one, two calls that benefit the Chiefs, right? So two calls. Next, we get a holding on the Bengals at 9-12. The drive is continued. So, so, yeah, so they ended up getting it to where they did stop them again um, on first, second, third down. And they yes. had a punt. So good, good, good job staying in that moment. Well, also. But that's tiring uh, this, on a defense. Well, also, this mattered at the end. Took two minutes and 45 two seconds. Two full off the fucking clock. minutes off. Yeah. So next we have now holding on the Bengals. Uh, it becomes the Bengals ball, right? So they get holding. It pushes them back to behind the 20-yard line. Then uh, a Chiefs defender runs pushes Joe Burrow down four steps after he'd already thrown the ball. No roughing the passer call. Nothing. Right? If I've seen a million less egregious fucking roughing the passer calls that people have been like, that's fucking roughing the passer. Apparently running full steam at the quarterback and just pushing him down five seconds after he's thrown the ball not pass interference. So that's the fucking the roughing thing going the passer. Forward. Yes. Yeah. Or roughing the passer. Yes. Uh, at 653, Joe Burrow throws an interception, which was a pretty fucking bad interception. Like it that's was. the one it, we're it, in. It, it, yeah. Give, give that to Joe Burrow. That, that was Joe Burrow's mistake. Yeah. Uh, 456. This is all in the fourth quarter. This is the PI you're talking about. Eli Apple, the announcers, the referee that comes on that they always have like in the booth or whatever, both of them say, oh man, that's a real ticky tack call. He just has his arm around his, uh, right. His waist. It is only pass interference. If he changes the direction, the guy is running. So he's allowed to have his hand there or his arm there. As long as he's not turning the player, 
he does not turn the player. No. The announcers, Romo says it. The guy from the referee from the booth, he says it. So again, all these ticky-tack, oh, could go one way or the other. So far, we've had four of those calls all have benefited the Bengals. I also wrote down all the calls that the Chiefs have gotten in this last 10 minutes of a fourth quarter. This is going in order. So, so far, none for the Chiefs. There have been one, two, three, four, are, five. Are there have the been point, six did you, did you, against the, the point, Bengals. Or did you skip the one, uh, the intentional grounding? Because that one was oh, no, bullshit. We're getting to it. We're getting to it. This okay. is in order, Casito. These are the order of events they happen. So far, Again, I was six, just livid the entire fourth quarter. Well, in 10 minutes, this has all happened in six minutes. There's been six penalties on the Bengals, zero on the Chiefs. All ticky-tack, all like... Oh, okay, that'll be out in a second, okay? All okay, ticky-tack and all crazy. Like, no fouls on the... No penalties on the Chiefs. Take, take it from there. Yeah, so... Six penalties to zero for the Chiefs. We go uh, all in the span of six minutes. So every minute there is a penalty on the fucking Bengals. That again, ticky-tacky. Next, uh, holding at 236. So it has been, uh, it's been from 456, almost two full minutes have passed, no penalties. The Chiefs have gotten the ball back after the INT. Uh, after the PI, it is now holding against the Chiefs on third down. That makes it third and 22nd instead of fourth and 12. The Bengals coach reverses his decision, makes it fourth and 12 instead. So the only penalty the entire time against the Chiefs is a penalty that would have given them another down. Does, or do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, instead yeah. Instead of it no, being I, fourth I, and 12. I, I thought he should have gone to the fourth down, which he ended well, up no, he doing. Did. I know, because that forced him to punt. Yeah, which uh, next up, so the Bengals get the ball back with like two minutes left or like 2.30 left. They complete one pass, let it go down to the two-minute warning. At 1.22, intentional grounding on Joe Burrow, as you were talking about. Tony Romo in the booth says, how is this intentional grounding Perrine is right there. Yeah, third, 34 was coming across. He had made a move and he was he threw right it there. at the guy's feet. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh, well, he threw it at the guy's feet behind the line of scrimmage. And it's just like, no, he didn't. It's very clearly at the dude's feet. Intentional grounding, 15 yards, and basically kills that play. 30 seconds left. The Bengals punt the ball to the Chiefs. As the Chiefs I will runner, say this, though. I thought this was bad clock management. I thought they yeah. should have ran the ball on second down, wasted some time, and then third down, go for a passing play. That's a good point. Also, it's weird that at this point. That did piss me a, off, though, by the Bengals. But still, regardless, it shouldn't have been in a shitty situation. No, but I agree. At this point in the game, the Bengals should have been playing for OT instead of still trying to win the game in regulation, which I think they were still doing. So we both agree on that. Uh, 30 seconds left in the game, okay? The uh, Chiefs are running the ball back. The most egregious uh, block in the back you've ever fucking seen is right on front of the screen. I yelled on the screen. The guy's like standing 
right in front of the kicker, and he just gets thrown over. That was the second block in the oh, back you're ta- on this yeah, kick return. You're talking the one that was like 20 yards before where the guy was, yes. Yeah, on the, on the, the side, closer to the sideline, right? The CBS cameras are doing that thing where they follow the kicker and then like kind of zoom or the kick returner and like zoom in. When they're zooming in, right fucking here, some dude gets obliterated with a block in the back. And then when the ball gets to the kicker, another Chiefs player blocks a Bengals guy in the back. No call. No call on any of them. Again, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight calls so far have gone against the Bengals, all on plays that could go one way or another. The two plays on the Chiefs that could go one way or the other, not called. So that's how the last 10 minutes of this fucking game went. Then it is eight seconds left, and it's the only call in this whole fucking 10 minutes I actually agree with, which is shit because it ended the game. But the game should have never been in that position to end that way to fucking begin with. Like, ugh. Like the shoving Mahomes out of bounds, that's going to get called 99 out of 100 times unless you're fucking Zach Wilson or some bad quarterback. Then it's like, maybe they don't call it. But Mahomes was clearly out of bounds. The guy clearly shoves him when he's already out of bounds. That's the play I have the least problem with. It's the 10-minute previous to this where eight fucking calls happen that all – are bullshit and only affect the Bengals and then really egregious calls on the Chiefs just aren't called. Like, anything to add with that casino? Nope. You covered that perfectly. It, I I was so frustrated. I wanted, the, obviously, we wanted the Bengals to win, but just as a sports fan, oh, that was yeah, disgusting. Dude. If this was happening for or against my team, like, the there were a bunch of flags I, that's in why the 49ers. I am, that's why I am... I am going to be cheering my ass off for the Eagles to win this Super Bowl. Well, there were a bunch of I don't flags. like when I don't like when refs and that it really just felt intentional. Like if you got oh, one or did. you know, if if you got let's say four, let's say half of those, you know, went the other way. Half, just half. And the other half mm-hmm. weren't even, don't say they go Bengals way, they just weren't called. Just say that. Well, let's Bengals see. would have won that game. So the Chiefs or the Chiefs and Bengals, the Kansas City Chiefs had four penalties that entire game. The Cincinnati Bengals had nine. Seven of them happened in the last Eight. 10 minutes of the fucking game. Eight. Like, get the fuck out of here. Dude, I'm not even a Bengals fan. I'm not even a Chiefs fan. I don't give a shit about either of these teams. I like both the quarterbacks and some players on each team. I'm an Eagles fan. I don't give a shit about either of these teams. I... Our picks were, I wanted to play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl over the Bengals. I picked the Chiefs to win. I should be celebrating. The fucking way this game ended was fucking egregious. Like how everybody's just blowing it off. Like, oh no, watch the last 10 minutes of this game. It is fucking garbage, garbage, garbage. Like, and what I was saying is, In the Eagles 49ers game, there were a lot of fucking penalties on the 49ers. When they replayed what the penalties were, everybody watching it would go, oh, oh, yeah, that's a fucking penalty. Like there was no doubt. It was no hesitation. The announcers, 
fans, even if you're a fucking 49ers fan, you would be like, oh yeah, that's hands to the face because here's a 10 second video of the 49ers guy just with his hand on the face mask pushing on it for fucking 10 seconds. Or it wasn't when, like or fingers in the face mask and ripping them out of bounds. Like, yeah, yeah. It was like all that. were like clear penalties. These ones, you can watch all of them and be like, this isn't a penalty. Is this a penalty? Like all of them are questionable except for the one that ended the game. But again, they should have been fucking 40 yards from that mattering because the block in the back happened at the fucking 25 yard line. Like yeah, just egregious fucking egregious. I, uh, I, I, I couldn't stand how that game, they got shafted so hard. Oh, and I'm I glad, mean, and I'm glad that you got to watch it with, I sent what I sent to you. I didn't tell you play by play, but I was just like, this was some of the worst calling I've almost ever seen in a fourth quarter. Check it out. And you did. And well, we you haven't talked, was... you and I haven't talked about that. I have not got your reaction to no. that game until right now. And thank you for backing me up on that. Well, you know what's live funny? On the air. This is live. I don't, even think, I don't even think you said fourth quarter. No, I, I think you said one of the worst officiated games you've ever seen. And I was three quarters into this game. And I was like, what the fuck is Casino talking about? And then I was five minutes into the fourth quarter. And I was like, is there going to be any bad calls? Or is it just the Mahomes thing at the end? And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes into it, it's just like, that was a weird flag. And then a minute later, it was like, that was a fucking weird. And it literally just kept happening every minute where I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Especially like, again, we just talked about it. They had two penalties the entire other portion of the game. So it can't be like, well, the the Bengals were getting penalties all game and then they finally caught up to him. It's like, no, they weren't. Like, it was like the Bengals had finally figured out this fucking Chiefs defense and Burrow wasn't getting his fucking ass kicked or his dick kicked in every fucking time. Like, yeah, which, by the way, remember what I said as needed to be factors of the game for the Bengals? Was that O-line? <laughs> they fucked up. Well, yeah. Five and then sacks also, allowed. Oof. My take was for the Chiefs, it literally needed to be everybody catching the ball but Travis Kelsey. They had maybe Scantling. their best wide receiver performance all fucking year from Valdez Dude, Scantling. By like, far. By Oh, my goodness, did he just look like a beast. Which then goes over to me. Um, Bell did not do shit for the Bengals. He had five tackles, which leads to tackles, but you Dude, need to be got, back. He was getting burned. Like and both I Bengals will say this, though. I will save this. The Chiefs rushing still shitty. And now you're going to go against a better rushing defense? Yeah. Good luck. Well, Good luck. That's what I, I wanted I think, to. I think, I think the Eagles are going to blow them out. I do. I, do. I truly do. I think this is going to be a bad Super Bowl for the Chiefs. I don't know how. Again, there is, if you are playing against the Chiefs, and I'm sure I'll be doing this in the Super Bowl because. I I want to say this. Patrick Mahomes, well done. You, you, You didn't try to be like, oh, I'm injured. I can't throw. Like You saw the throws that he couldn't throw because like yeah. he's trying to push off that foot and you know they're underthrown or whatever. But dude was a beast he stayed in the pocket and, and threw and well well fucking done like well fucking done well yeah so Good, now let's kudos, kudos to him 
we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff. So let's now dive into this game just from from out, push all the bullshit referee calls because obviously that didn't decide the game, even though it kind of fucking did. But there was a lot of other parts of the game. The things I noticed in this was going into halftime, this game should have been 17 to 14. Instead, it was 13 to 6. It should have been 17 to 14 Chiefs because both times the fucking Bengals got to the red zone, they had to settle for field goals when there was that one pass. It literally hit Hayden Hurst in the hands in the end zone and he fucking dropped it there was honey badger was there with his hand like kind of blocking it but hayden hurst still got his hands on the ball if that game is 17 14 going in i feel like the second half is much much different but oh right 100 i think joe burrow played wonderful with the backup o-line um i i really did i thought i thought joe burrow was an amazing and how about those timely runs by him? Oh yeah, dude, he those had were a couple beautiful. Runs. Joe Burrow, in in my opinion, he's the third best quarterback in the league by far, and not just because he was the third best quarterback. He's jumped. He has jumped. Um, Bills. Uh, why am Josh I blanking? Allen. Josh Allen. He's jumped. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's yeah. Digressing. Joe Burrow is now clearly number three behind Mahomes and Hurts right now. Clear clear yeah well this weekend he was number two i mean hurts had uh, a decent game True. but i don't want to hurt your feelings i well, no. okay good then okay good so uh, this yeah, weekend 100%. it Joe was Burrow killed it this weekend quarterback ratings was clearly patrick mahomes is number one uh clearly burrow was two clearly hurts was three and then fourth was literally everyone who wasn't on the 49ers because that was a fucking rough game. Uh, but no, to talk about this game, the uh, AJ Brown and Travis Kelsey are the only two pass catchers in the league who do this move where they this catch the This is what I ball. see, by the way, guys. <laughs> They're the only pass catchers in the league where they catch the ball and then do this like weird spin move where they like spin, it always catches the defender off guard, and then they like are able to run for yards off the catch. They're the only two people in the league that do this. And it's like, I can't believe more people don't do it. It works every fucking time. Uh, The only other thing I had in this was, oh, two weird things I did not know about the Chiefs they brought up in this game. The Chiefs are 31st in the league on third and one attempts. Like, in terms of how bad they are at them, which is kind of fucking surprising. Like, it seems like the Chiefs, with how good their O-line is, would just do quarterback sneaks and get it with how big fucking Patrick Mahomes is. But you never really see the Chiefs on third and one do QB sneaks. They always try to do, like, a weird, like, fancy, uh, you know, fancy... Casado's trying to signal me. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes uh but yeah they try to do a little fancy dancy move and get like one yard instead of just doing a qb sneak it's fucking weird uh but patrick mahomes is a god he's better than brady he's the best quarterback who's ever lived that's the narrative now but (laughs) i'm done with that conversation (laughs) 
Uh, do you have anything else to add about this game, Casino? Uh, I'll just add what you just said. Patrick Mahomes is great, and he does have a chance to be as good as Brady. He just needs to start winning some titles, but the dude yeah. is fucking insane. Like, well, every I, I was, you know, a few years back when it was Brady Mahomes and they're fighting it out and duking it out, whatnot. And Brady always had the better of him, and everybody's like, "Oh, Mahomes is never going to be like a Brady. He's got so much to do." Well, it's been five years now, or whatnot, and Mahomes has not slowed down, and he's still making Super Bowls. And um, I mean, this is his third Super Bowl in four years. Those are Brady type fucking things. Like, well, this is the crazy thing. The crazy thing is he Mahomes. Has the, he has the potential to be as I don't know. It would be tough for him to pass Brady. Could it happen? Yeah, anybody. It, it, it could happen. You know, anything can happen. Yeah. But I think out of all the quarterbacks that have been talked about, like trying to be the GOAT or be as good as Brady, I think Mahomes has the brightest future to do so. Well, the craziest he's, thing about him is he has Peyton Manning regular season numbers, right? Where Peyton Manning, everybody always said the best regular season quarterback ever right? He had that one season where it was like he threw 50 touchdowns and 10 interceptions and people were like, oh my God, 50 touchdowns. Like that'll never fucking happen again. And that was before, you know, the passing boom that we've been in for the past couple of years, but then he would always shit the bed in the playoffs. It's like if Patrick Mahomes, which so far he has, has uh, Peyton Manning regular season success and then Tom Brady postseason success, he'll be the best quarterback in NFL history, and it won't even be fucking close, right? He'll have yeah, all if, the if he keeps if, if he if he keeps on pace, yeah, that could yeah. happen. I mean, he could. I don't he think he'll win. It. I mean, it would be awesome if he did. It would be yeah. awesome if he did because It'll it will awesome. still it will still it will never take away what Brady did at all. Yeah, but it would just you know make him great. So now the. Yeah. The thing about this, and we'll talk about this more when we like actually preview the Super oh, I Bowl. Hear her. She's here. He's really only had one good quarter in both Super Bowls he's played in. If you go back and look at the stats, which we'll get into when we actually like break down the Super Bowl, but uh, yeah, that's the one thing. I don't think he wins this Super Bowl. I think the Eagles are just a more complete team than the Chiefs, but I would never sure. bet against Patrick Mahomes. He does crazy shit. With like, I mean, they're what the Bengals have three wide receivers that would be the number one wide receiver on this Chiefs team. Like, without some of the throws he was making were fucking insane. But we ran long today, like we normally do. We were trying to figure out this fucking new uh streaming recording video thing. But we will, I promise. Because we don't need to talk about the Super Bowl next uh, episode, because we're gonna have two episodes, we're gonna have three episodes before the Super Bowl. So we'll go in depth with NBA and NHL on Thursday's episode. Uh, Casino, you have anything to add before we can get out of here? Oh uh, yes. Hi. Sorry, <laughs> I was talking to the wife. Um, um, did you just ask if there's anything else I you I like to add? Yes, before we get out of here. I have a question for you. So I want to know Let's if go. you remember. Do you know how we met? When was the first time that we became friends and actually spoke to each other? I do not remember. Do you remember? Revolves- oh, yeah, I do. Screw it. I'll just tell you right now. 
<laughs> um, so at the cafeteria in high school, um, it was my freshman it. year. It was your sophomore year. Yes. They had like it was like the round or like the crescent circle moon thing of the cart ladies. Okay. Um, well, one of their those little pizzas, those little circular rubber pizzas. Yes. You the, the were ones the that were pretty good. F- yeah, they were. You were in the front of the line because it was just like it was like one of those bar top ones where it was like they started at one side, went through everybody, and everybody's just like holding money, like, "Hey, can you pay?" I and, do remember this, and I was like, "Ooh, he hangs out in my group of friends, but we haven't had any conversation. I know him, but I don't know him." And I just was like, "Hey," I tapped you on the shoulder. I'm like, "Hey, you know, we're part of like we have the same group of friends." Or I said something like that, and I was like do you mind grabbing me one of those pizzas? And I gave you a dollar and you're like, yeah. And then you got me that pizza from my dollar that I gave you. And that was the first time we actually spoke to each other. And, uh, I do remember nothing that. But, it's and been then do you remember sadness since? <laughs> do you remember when I handed you that little pizza afterwards? And I was like, you know what? We should start a sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and you I know, mean... just give it 13 years, 14 years, 15. <laughs> Shit. How long is that been? That's no, 15, 15 years. No. No, we 16 were... years. Let's see. I would have been. I'm 32 now. And now, so if I was a freshman, that would roughly put me, what, about, or, yeah, about 14. 14? Yeah. God damn. So, like, 19 years? I mean, we're both terrible at math, so let me do this math right here. It is 2023. That happened 18 to in 19 years. 2005? Yeah. It has been 18 years, 18 years. And remember, I said that. I was like, in 18 years, we should start. (laughs) (laughs) But this has been the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. Adios. (laughs) I don't know how to end this broadcast. (laughs) 